EFG, LFG, PSD. My name is Stephen Dutzman. and I am your host, as always, and I am joined this week by my very good friend, Dana Brown. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, Steve. How are you? I'm doing great. I have finally recovered from the embarrassment from last week <laughs> where we recorded an episode about the Burning Crusade and forgot about half of the Burning Crusade. Yep. We did great. And for those that are curious, go back to episode 21. This is episode 22. And what happened is I was on Wowhead and they had a big old list and I was so focused on following that list and using it as an outline that I neglected to read the whole article and realized that there was a whole nother like half of the expansion that we completely ignored. And while I was reading for that and while we were prepping for today, it occurs to me that a lot of the memories that we were like confused as to how they lined up with the events that we talked about last week, that's because they didn't happen then. <laughs> they happened after patch 2.1, which yep. brought the Black Temple. How has your WoW week been before um, we go too far? Pretty good. I finally got to step into our what we call Bureauism, which is our alt raid that we merge with another guild to do. So it's like a bunch of alts or people who still want gear on their mains. And we just go and like usually people have like a glass of wine and they just play and we chill out and we just chit chat while we play. And it's just like a more relaxed, more casual version of raiding. And it's really a lot of fun. And I hadn't been able to step into that raid since the expansion started so it was really nice to be able to have that that fun and time spent with those friends that i haven't been able to see since shadowlands started and in doing so i was finally able to get like the normal clear of all 10 bosses so i have all three of the vault for the rage wow. section finally pegged out because i usually oh, they... end up missing the 10 because i yeah. don't raid on sundays so they so the the Friday night alt raid cleared all ten bosses. Uh, I don't know that they cleared all ten, but with us doing the last oh, three okay. on Wednesday, I was able to do the first seven with them and get the full ten. Wow. Yeah, so I knew that that was coming. I elected not to go because I'm actually going to bring an actual alt there. I'm going to bring my priest. So I, rather than bring, cause I, cause there's literally nothing that I need and it would just be, I'm trying to be more, as we said, wildlife balance. I'm trying to be more respectful of my own time. And I'm definitely not going to do a raid when there is nothing for me to learn or gain. Um, but I will be there with you on Fridays soon enough with my priest because I started doing pre-sealing. Uh, I used, I think we might've talked about this a couple episodes ago. Maybe not. They had a sale over the holidays, uh, where it was $40 for a character. Oh boost. yes, we did talk about this. And so I, so I made him as, as a treat. Right. That's the joke That's that I made is I made myself a dwarf priest as a treat. And the intention was for him to just like kind of hang out. And then uh, I had one particularly bad night raiding. And I think people are used to this. Like whenever we have like a bad night, I get really like down. And what I do is I just start playing another healer. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I'm going to learn to play a priest. And so I've started to play holy priest healing. 
and I really like it. And so that was, you know, doing some of the dungeons and leveling some of our with some of our other core raiders and just kind of going through leveling dungeons with them has been fun. The thing that I was not expecting was to absolutely fall in love with the first tier crafted gear. Like uh, within the expansion, like so my priest obviously wears cloth. I have a tailor. My tailor made like that full set of, you know, the first stuff you can make as a tailor. And that set is like that's his transmog forever. Like I, I don't really... know what that set is. So it is I will have to show you. But if you look for the shrouded cloth set and you can Google it uh, online, anybody listening, it is purple with gold accents. And so and then the headpiece is actually like a gold crown that actually has like a half the crown actually goes down so it actually covers the eyes and it has like a half moon thing like over the top of it. It looks awesome. And it's this really deep, rich, royal purple with gold and the shoulder pads are like these big, um, you know, really exaggerated gold pauldrons. And it looks amazing. And I meant I made it just so that I could random queue for dungeons. You know, like I tried to to get your eye level up. Yeah, I had to get my eye level up and we were trying to figure out how to do it. And so I was like, wait, why am I stressing about like buying BOEs or whatever? I could just I accidentally bought 30,000 cloth on my tailor, which is true. (laughs) I did accidentally bought 30. So clearly I could make gear for myself. Excuse me. And so I did some of the pieces. Obviously, I'm going to have to level into because like the robe, you have to be level 57 and stuff like that. Not a big deal, but I have it. <laughs> and That's pretty cool, though. it is uh it's awesome. Like the the transmog is really cool and it was it was a great way to just kind of hop in. It took a while to figure out how to do like the crafters marks and the novice crafters marks and you know all the stuff cuz so I had to make novice craft I had to use novice crafters marks to put everything on so that I could wear the initial set. And then I have a second set waiting for me as I level up. Um, but it's super cool looking and, uh, it was just a neat kind of experience just to kind of hop in there and gear myself up quote unquote for dungeons that I didn't really, I I wasn't planning on it. It was just super random, but I just had a rough night of healing and, you know, since then things have gotten a lot better because I have since completely changed my build. We talked about that a little bit last week. Um, I have fully, just a hundred percent in you know embraced the I am not the a, a prototypical paladin healer now and I play a completely different build. The upside is I'm doing way better as the the healing numbers know. You even noticed it the last yeah. time we were writing together. The downside is um, I can't. I'm on my own. Like simulations don't mean anything. Wow. Um, like the, the, the wow raid analytics or whatever that tell me to do stuff totally useless to me because they assume I'm not casting like all these spells and I'm doing everything wrong. So I really have to evaluate my own stuff, which is both fun and terrifying all at the same time because I'm just completely on my own. I'm learning as I go. But I don't die nearly as much except, again, by the Warlocks of the Shadow Council. They called it Black Temple. And that is where Illidan Stormrage, the big dude with the wings and the warglaives, was living. And that was 
a absolutely punishing raid that made me quit raiding as a paladin. <laughs> I mean, that's true. it. Um, it is, <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, this is where the another, I mean, there was legendary before, right? With Atiesh. This is where you could get the Warglaves of Azanoth, mm-hmm. which was a whole thing. Um, what do you, do you remember a lot of Black Temple? So I actually ended up watching a lot of Black Temple from like the sidelines. I my boyfriend at the time was in one of the higher end raids, so I had stopped raiding back in SSC. So I just watched Black Temple more than actually playing it. So, but I remember, and I mean, still to this day, people go after those warglaves. For transmog. To clarify some of our timelines before, we talked about how we remembered the SSC kind of killed our raid mm-hmm. and then things kept going. Well, the truth is it actually did. There was a boss in there that actually killed our raid and then you stopped and didn't start again until the next expansion. Correct. Which is when we kind of decided to give it another go and it has since continued from there. We had like a brief pause and I think that was necessary. Um and but in the meantime, a number of us, myself included, went and found another group to raid with that in the end, kind of a lot of them just kind of joined our guild. Yep, I was <laughs> um, say, like thirty percent of them at least are in our guild now. Yeah. We went and found them and we just absorbed them. We just I like to take full responsibility. My uh, charisma is just too magnetic. People just can't stay away from me. That's not true. Uh, it, it all happened after I left permanently. However, so Black Temple, uh, what I really remember about this was the first day we went, I couldn't figure out how to get in because well, you had to go- tiny little thing on the side, right? Right. You have to go in through now. It makes perfect sense now. Like I went through when I came back to the game most recently, I went through and wanted to do some of the old dungeons. So I did Black Temple because I had never actually killed um, Illidan as uh, my paladin. Yeah. In fact, I had actually never killed him on because of timing and everything. uh, I never killed him on my hunter either. So I like missed him. So I so I went in and I couldn't figure out how to get in. And it makes sense now because the idea is story wise, you get in because someone helps you break through a crack in the wall and you kind of like are infiltrating through. It's almost like a, you know, a Dungeons and Dragons module, right? Like you're not going to kick down the front door of the Black Temple because, you know, (laughs) there's an army there. They will mess you up. And, you know, so. Uh, but I remember the first time I went, absolutely expected that I was going to have to fly right into the front door. And so I was flying, and I couldn't figure it out. And eventually they were like, no, dude, you got to go through this little side thing. I was yeah. so lost. You got to come and, into the sewers, man. Well, well, now I did. And so <laughs> tons of bosses in here, so many epic encounters. I will never forget the first time There's the there was like the face thing in the basement. <laughs> With all the spirits and stuff. That was the boss that broke me from healing as a paladin. I was like, nope, I'm good. I can't do this. And that that was a struggle bus. Yeah, absolutely. It was struggle bus is the absolute right word is fun. (laughs) And so that was a wild experience. I mean, the, the coming up to the roof. And this is, I experienced this very recently, you know, coming up to the roof and seeing Illidan 
like sitting there with the skull in his hand and like so cinematic. And it's something that I just hadn't, I don't know why, but like, you know, I killed Ragnaros and I killed the Farian and, you know, like I was there, but those weren't, they didn't feel as cinematic because really Ragnaros was just like standing there mm-hmm. and there was audio playing and the same thing with Nefarian, right? Like, you know, it wasn't super climactic when it all happened. And the same thing happened in Karazhan and in, you know, all these other dungeons and raids. There's something about just the way that that was set up. Mm-hmm. where he's standing there and he's holding the skull and like everything played out and the end of it played out too. Yeah. Um, it's just so cool. And I'm glad that they obviously continued that in later expansions where there were more cutscenes and more interesting things happening. Yeah. I, you know? I live for the cutscenes in this game. The, the lore is pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. So, so that's black temple. Some of the highlights, you know, it's, Excuse me. Um, Some of the other highlights from patch 2.1, they did add like an epic flight form for druids, which I did not know was a thing, which is kind of interesting. And they added three new factions, the Netherwing and the Ogrela and the Shatari Skyguard, which were largely about getting mounts for all of those. They and then I think the next one, and this is the one that you and I remember the most was Zulaman, which was yep. the new 10-man dungeon that was six bosses long, and it had the first ever 45-minute mode. Mm-hmm. And that was so epic, because this was a 10-man, the other one was a 25-man. So this was kind of happening simultaneously to Black Temple. Yep. And I remember that we had the 25-man runs, but we as a guild were still doing the 10-man stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I remember running with them and doing the Zulaman and learning the the forty five minute run. And it was your boyfriend at the time who was like all in on learning that route oh, yeah. and trying to master it. He wanted that achievement. I think he was the first guy to get the bear. Probably. I'm pretty sure we gave him. To, I'm pretty sure we gave it to him first. And what was crazy about this is we we had finally gotten it down and we're starting to get it for everybody. And it was around that time that I stopped playing my paladin. And so I power leveled my my hunter and he got his bear like as a fresh level 70. Like I think I hit level 70 and like the next day they were like, all right, it's bear time. We're running out of time. You, uh, I think I went before you, yep. but you were, uh, but you were like shortly after me. I was the last they, person to get to do the run and they screwed up my run. So I never got that bear. That's messed up. Yep. I'm not bitter about it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Anymore. No. Back then I was, because I was just like, man, this is the last week we get to do it. And, like, we really can't screw this up. And because it's a, a timed run. And because of the way that it was, it's not like you could just reset it and try again. Mm-hmm. It was as soon as you walk in there and start a timed uh, run, that's it. That's all you get for the week. Correct. So, as soon as we screwed it up, I was just like, oh, man. So now I have, like, the slightly pinker version of it, but it's like anybody can get that one, so I don't have the legacy one, which it's it's fine. But I was really I was really bummed out about it. I, get, I, I can understand that. I have it. 
Um, yeah, yeah, and I, and do, I hate you for it. It's fine. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, you can. It's uh, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's one. Of, it's just one of the. It's one of the few bones of contention in our entire friendship. <laughs> so, um, and the um, the other thing is, uh, they made guild banks. And th- what's so funny about this is, it's been such an important part of the game for so long that both of us just didn't realize that they weren't there in the beginning. Yeah, I had no idea that it was not like a vanilla thing. Yeah, and uh, but here they are. Um, <laughs> so they also added a new zone and a, and actually another dungeon and lastly another raid, which I actually don't remember. And I think this is because this was added toward you know I, I, this was content that I just don't think the raids that I was in were re- we didn't we just didn't reach it. So I don't think it was in the in the cards for us. Um, so they added the Isle of Keldanas, which is more Blood Elf stuff. Yep. And it was uh, they added the Magister's Terrace, which is a five man dungeon. And I think I remember running that because, uh, you know, Kael'thas was in there. Yep. And then I and then after that, it was the Sunwell Plateau, which is a 25 man raid instance, which is at that time, it was like the top of the end. So it was the equivalent. What was the bug place in vanilla? On Carrage. Oh, on Carrage, yeah. It was kind of like, well, no, Nax, or was Nax harder than that? I can't remember. W- whatever the end of, uh, I think it was Nax. So, like, whatever yeah. the end raid of Vanilla was, that's what this was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I remember never getting there. Yeah, and this is another one that I watched from the sidelines, and I just remember watching a a very hardcore guild struggle through that. And it was just like, man, I'm really glad that I'm not doing this myself because this is some chaos. Yeah. Oh, that's where you get the Lightbringer armor. Oh, from uh, Sunwell? Yeah. Oh. I guess that's where I. I guess I'm gonna have to go do the because that's the because that's where they had the tier six raid set, oh. and I did not know. So yeah. um, a lot of this, like a lot of BC, I like the front end. I did a lot of stuff, but the back end, I ended up having to go back later. So once I rolled my shaman back in Warlords. A lot of it was just like, oh, I can do transmog. Let me go run all of these things. So I got to experience Black Temple and Sunwell Plateau as like a level 100 or a level 110 uh, shaman that could just solo the instance. So it's like I got to see it, but it didn't get to experience it. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. So now, so I've been wondering where the preset is that has like the faces on the shoulders with the blindfolds. Oh, I love that. And everybody's like, oh, it's tier six. It's tier six. And now I know where it is. Well, guess who's going to be running that on their priest? (laughs) And I bet you I could probably start it now at level 53. Probably. Bet you I could. Bet you I could. Maybe I'll try. So, um, anyway, so that is the. (laughs) It's still. I'm still shocked that we uh, that we forgot all this. And so the what happened with Sunfall, so you were watching these people, you know, kind of play it super hardcore. And I just missed it entirely. <laughs> now that we remember the whole thing, because it sounds like some of this content you actually missed out on because you were just kind of hanging out. Yeah, I just was not one of those people that wanted to put forth massive amounts of effort 
into radio. I mean, like I was in college at this time, so I was just like, hey, you know, I gotta go to class. Yeah, you really um, take it serious. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the you know, bachelor's in biology. We'll do that to you. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the biggest things that I remember was the greens being suddenly suit like way better than the purples as we were leveling. Um, I remember the whole, the new, um, races that came out, the Draenei and Blood Elf, because I rolled both of them and, um, the Paladin and Shaman merge for both sides yep. was a really cool thing. Uh, had they not done that, I wouldn't have my main today. Like I am literally a Draenei Shaman. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are born of this expansion. I did take a minute to look at the um, system requirements for Burning Crusade. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Let me tell you what you needed to play the Burning Crusade. And this was considered pretty intense at the time. So, um, 256 megabytes of RAM. (laughs) Um, A 32 megabyte 3D graphics card such as the GeForce 2, or better, um, four gigabytes of available hard drive space, and uh, DirectX 9. This would run on, like, a calculator right now. Right. No wonder my really crappy computer in college could handle it. I mean, like, I was laggy as heck, but... I could run it. But that has always been their goal. They've wanted to make it so that you can play these games on as wide a variety of machines as they possibly could. And the the comment where this is listed is, you know, that's like literally a potato. And I'm like, yeah, you ain't kidding. It's a freaking (laughs) potato. Now, what's really interesting about this birthday coming up is, and this is something I forgot. So WoW Classic came out last year, and we're going to see a uh, a WoW Classic Burning Crusade relatively soon. Oh, really? That's my understanding. Interesting. Um, you know, we should get more details about that at BlizzCon Line, which is in the next uh, couple of weeks. Oh, that's true. And that should be really interesting to see, you know, how that works mechanically. I'm, I'm reading the comments under the Wowhead article, and just about everybody's like, why you got to make me feel old? <laughs> my favorite part of this expansion, actually, is that my kids, we were going through a box of my old stuff. And my kids found my old disc for World of Warcraft. And they found a box. And, Evan, you found the box, right? No, I found just, like, the disc sleeve thing. Yeah, right. So he found, like, the CD jewel case. And he was like, Dad, what is this? (laughs) And I was like, well, I mean, when I bought Burning Crusade, it came on a disc. And he was like, it came on like like, four. It wasn't just one disc. It was like four discs. (laughs) And he was like, imagine your console. uh, Imagine your World of Warcraft expansion coming on discs. And I was like, why you got to make fun of me? This was before internet was crazy. Just getting made fun of by my kids. The fact that this came on a disc. Is really yeah. really funny. I think the the old like the other like really lasting memory that I have is that because this was the first like real expansion and just getting to honor hold and just the game freezing for like 
10, 20 minutes at a time and booting everybody off mm -hmm. and us all coming back dead because the it yep. left us there and the enemies whooped all our butts yep. and just everything going crazy. I was expecting the same thing with Shadowlands because, you know, I was just expecting it to be terrible. And it actually ran smooth, which caught me off guard. Well, the, the game has come day, a long way. Yeah, I was going to say the first day it was if you weren't already signed in when the launch went live, you weren't mm -hmm. getting in for like two hours. But people weren't just like randomly getting disconnected and ending up dead or like falling through the earth or whatever. Like the, the, the weird glitches have solved themselves, but like the, the server issues have still kind of like nostalgically stayed around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's never going to go away. No, that's but never I'm here go for away. it. It's pretty fun. Gives yeah. us something to talk about. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that's it. This is our part two. Yeah. Talking about the ex the first ever expansion to World of Warcraft. Again, another another quick episode. Things are going to get more interesting over the next couple of weeks because I am sure we are going to get a big old content drop from uh, BlizzCon Line, which is coming very soon. So everybody, um, I hope you guys had a good week. Um, and good luck with all of your World of Warcrafting between now and next time. Um, until then, I hope you enjoyed listening as much as Dana and I enjoyed recording. Until then, we'll see you after the reset. Bye. Bye.